Hello, this is Steve. Uh, yeah, that's right, from Steve's Spotlight on someone else. It's that Steve, the one, the one that I'm talking about. All right, so I'm so glad you're here. We're gonna have uh, Locarno coming up here real soon. Uh, I don't have my questions in front of me, so we're just gonna have to improvise the whole time, even before the improvising starts. System. Oh, there might go. My clock went off. That means it's exactly seven o'clock here, according to my clock. Uh, so that means I did I did all everything right. I'm all exactly on time with with my things. All right. Okay. Now I have my questions here. Hi. Uh, I'm so glad that you've decided to join me this evening, listeners, because nothing. Nothing would be happening without you. I'd be talking to myself, which is, which is a little bit of what I'm doing. But that's so. But that's okay. Uh, hey, listen. Um, I'm so glad that you know we have actually we have this chance to talk because I wanted to let you know that I'm so excited that. You've, you're listening. Hey, you know what? I don't. I wouldn't want you to want to go around in the world without something to listen to, because that sounds like a barren and and crazy and insane wasteland where you're you're in the world and you're not you're not listening to anything, and it's like Mad Max beyond Thunderdome, and you're you're you know what? It's not even like that. It's like Mad Max Two. <laughs> which wait, which would be worse? Anyway, that's what you're dealing with, and I hear, I, I, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you how it is in the world without something to listen to, and I'm glad you figured it out somehow. You could be listening to just explosions and people stealing gas all the time, guzzling from each other. That sounds very stressful. So, let's see. Uh, I, oh, let me tell you, let me tell you a fun fact. I just woke up. I woke up like 10 minutes ago because I woke up at 6.52 and now it's 7.02. So I had exactly 10 minutes to <laughs> wait because I had slept for two more minutes after my alarm went off at 6.50. because so I was just taking a nap. So that's where my mind is at. I'm slowly, slowly waking up here, uh, uh, waiting to get into some of the some of the news reading some of the news with you let's find out here what in fact has been in the news i'll uh take a look here into the news news bag oh my goodness year has been in the news that's right year it's it's 2021 is what year it is but in the news let me read the article it says wow it's it's currently 2021 is what the headline of the article says. This isn't very informative because I've known it's been 2021 for the past four months. So the newspaper guy would love I would love to be the the guy whose 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 newspaper manager guy is demanding him to uh, you know write an article 
about how it's 2021 and uh, you know, he's got like four months to do it into the year. So that's great. <laughs> I'm wondering, I was, uh, oh, oh, and it looks, they're asking more, more questions here at the end of the article, like about whether, whether there's going to be another year again at the end of 2021, we'll have to wait and see. That's a stupid question. It's like asking if the sun will rise tomorrow. Does it ever, does the article continues to go on and ask, you know, does it ever make you concerned that the sun, what we're thinking about the, the probability of the sun rising each day? Like, well, I wonder if that's a hundred percent and it's not. So that should be a little bit, so I don't want to scare you, you know, dear listener, you might be heading off into bed, you know, listening to a little Steve spotlight on someone else while you're going to go into bed for the evening. And it's just, you know what? I didn't want to scare you about that thing about the day never, the day never happening as you go to bed. But that's, there's going to be some day when you're not going to wake up, dear listener. And, and, uh, you know, that's sad for you. I guess it feels way sadder for me having to deal with that. Cause like I'm kind of stuck in my own skull. You ever think about that? How you are in your own, you, you are in your skull all the time. And if your skull doesn't wake up, your skull just decides to take a nap for the next forever. Then, then that's unfortunate. Your, your skull really can't do anything to help you out. It's not like your skull can make any decisions. Well, that was a good article. <laughs> in the newspaper? Where did I even get this newspaper in this day and age? I thought they, the, those like faded out of existence, you know? Like in Back to the Future, slowly, as we headed here into the future, that's in the title of Back to the Future, so maybe that's why that happened. But the newspapers stopped existing because of other technologies, and they all just faded away. Well, I, yeah, you would be sitting on the bus looking at people, and they'd be just sitting, they'd be reading the newspaper, and that'd be, that'd be fine. And then slowly what would happen is the newspaper would just fade out of existence completely, just... You would be looking at a guy holding a newspaper and then it would just, the newspaper would just fade away and then that guy would just be looking at his phone. And that's what happened as we moved here into the future, into to the year 2021. All newspaper, but I have one. I have one right here. You can hear it crinkle. See that crinkle? That's genuine newspaper crinkle that I have for you that are. So this newspaper doesn't have any information about why Locarno's not here. That's too bad. I wish... Maybe I could I could check my horoscope here, listener, and maybe it'll tell me tell me what's going on there and help us figure that out. Let's see. Let's see what my horoscope says. Oh wow, it says I have a precious precious little attitude about things. Oh, that sounds like you know when you say you got a precious attitude, that kind of sounds like maybe you're a little a little <laughs> you're a little fuck with a attitude problem and you're just annoying everybody oh look you got a precious attitude that's the kind of thing you would say to a little child i think in the description newspaper with its horoscope telling me like i got attitude problems anyway it goes on to suggest that you will encounter things that 
you may want to react to with an attitude later on, Steve. So, hey, you buck up, old chap. The newspaper is getting a little bit friendly here in my horoscope. It said, buck up, old old chap, and, and, and soldier on, and no, no matter what happens, because things are going to happen anyway. The, uh, the sun's going to keep on rising anyway, and you're going to be like, I have to deal. It's like, uh, you know, when the sun rises, Steve, when it rises each day, that just, you know, that just means you're going to have to deal with more crap every day. There's going to be a bunch of crap uh, for the whole day, almost an entire 24 hour. Hell, if the sun's rising, some of those hours are gone, so, but I don't know, 24 hours, sort of, until the next time the sun rises, and you got to deal with more stuff, and I, I, you know, I just, I'm looking at this now, and my, my horoscope here was, lo- is lo- much longer than any of the others, that's, uh, uh, but it continues to say, hey, hey, Steve, you got to deal with all, all this bullshit, man, it sucks, and I'm not, I'm not sorry about it. That's what my horoscope says. So that's good. Now, um, I think I try to be resilient anyway, listener. You know what I mean? Because you're sitting there, you're probably thinking, I bet Steve's, uh, he's probably someone who lets shit affect him. <laughs> Seems like an emotional, and then, because you're like, oh man, well, an improv, you should be affected by things, and uh, that's probably how Steve wants to go down. But that—that's—that's that's probably true. Uh, I don't. I, I like generally. I mean, I think I'm affected by things. What am I getting at here? I get affected by things, you guys. That doesn't mean I'm not resilient. You know, you gotta, you gotta. If, if a whole bunch of uh, crap happens, you gotta, you gotta. You, you don't have to be happy about it, but I think you gotta look at it and be like, well, this is a crappy maze that I'm in and I'm going to wander around anyway. So I probably should figure a way out of this maze or, or maybe I'll pick up a rock and draw on the wall instead because the maze is really long and I'm just going to be sitting here for a while. I'm tired of wandering because I was wandering around all day and now the light's gone. So I'm just going to draw on the maze wall, some pictures, Maybe a comic, I think. That's what I would do. I'd make a little comic. Next person who gets doomed to the maze, the, the, the labyrinth. At least I'll have a nice comic to look at where my skeleton is, above my skeleton. And they'll be like, oh, that person, that skeleton, they had, they, they, they took the time to think of a joke to, to entertain me. That's not really why I'm entertaining them. I would be trying to entertain myself as of my... As I as I rot and die and starve to death in the in, in the in the labyrinth maze, you know the ma- the maze isn't that bad if you don't have any food because you're just going to starve to death anyway. But I would have been I would have been trying to at least uh, we're all wandering around, you know, guys. You ever think about that? How we're all wandering around in a maze, the maze of life, with nothing. Oh, and and so you might as well draw on the walls. Hey, Lucarno. I can't hear anything. Special guest. Totally late. It's unacceptable. You are late. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> okay, I literally just am going to have to accept it, though. There's nothing I can do about it. That's true. That's true. What I'm would? So sorry. Yeah, that's it's. It's it's okay. It's no problem. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you're here. 
I'm glad you took, you know, the, the time to, to sign up and everything and do this anyway. So it's all right. And yeah. I got some. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I got some practice in talking to myself, which I'm sure <laughs> you owe to me to listen to later, to listen to me deal with that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what's, what's going on? What's, Today what's has happening? been a practical day of lots of practical problems. And I don't need to go into them because they're all boring. But uh, yeah. okay, yeah, and uh, the latest was what caused me to be late. But that's okay. It's it's fine now. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad. Practical problems sound a little bit worse. That sounds like literally like objects are difficult. You're dealing with a lot of objects. Yeah, that's literally the case. Yes. I hate. Actually, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. You know, you you you. Well, what broke? Something of mine broke, and I was like, everything is just objects around me that they just slowly break, and then I got to deal with fixing them, no matter what it is. It's so annoying. We're supposed to transcend the material, right? And and yet, they, ah. things drag us down. Hey, I could I could transcend the material a whole lot easier if I'm able to listen to music on my phone and my headphones as I'm walking around town and stuff. There you go. Yeah, I'm just yeah. If that's like my phone isn't working, that's so frustrating. It's like, oh man, this is this is a thing that's supposed to be working all the time. Anyways, good. Yeah, glad yeah, you. Well. Yeah. How have you been going? What, uh, is this like a podcast? What is this? I keep I keep acting like it's a podcast. It goes on the podcast anyway, you know. So it is a podcast. Uh, oh, what is the podcast? The I'm unfamiliar. Ooze, the Ooze Bear podcast. Oh, Did like it goes up on Oozbear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So does it go up I, on yeah. like a podcast feed or something? The Oozbear feed, like I have, like everything Oozbear does goes onto my Oozbear on, onto my podcast feed that I have on my phone. Oh, I didn't know it was that, so I'll have to look for that. I'm sure that makes sense. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a, that's something like Eric does. But if you have like a, a podcast app, if you like search for Oozbear. Which is really right. nice because then you can just listen to it all the time. Which is what I, which is what I do sometimes. I listen to, yeah, because sometimes I'm like I want to listen to some improv, and I'm like, why not listen to like either something that I've I'm part of from like you know a year ago, which is kind of always an interesting experience, or just you know some actual people I know doing improv is more interesting than listening to random people, you know. Yeah, how do you feel when you listen to yourself and and mm. you're actually entertained by it? Is that is that like the height of n narcissism or what? That's that's a good question, and I wish I had thought of that as the host of the of this show. But uh, um, I don't think that's the height of narcissism. I definitely think you can be you could you could be you know you could be paying someone to paint a picture portrait of yourself is a little more. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, or, you know, you can name your boat after yourself or something, but, um, let's see. I, I, I mean, I have listened to myself and I've listened to myself from like a recording from a longer time ago. And it's like, I, 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 I always have like a little bit of a vague idea of a memory of, of it, but I generally just yeah, think like, right. I think I'm always impressed. Like, um, it's so I think, I think actually I'm, I'm, I'm less, I'm probably less judgmental than I was at the time. Um, yes. And so you're impressed with yourself. You're like, Hey, I actually <laughs> sounded, I thought I was crappy five years ago, but I actually sounded good. Oh yeah. Well, 
Um, I don't know if I have a recording from five years ago. I'm talking about the Uzbek. I mean, I don't think I have a recording of myself super old. Oh, okay. Like, that's just, yeah. just like what I've that's happened to me before when I listen to my old self, and it's like, yeah, that was really good, actually. I, I remember preparing for that, but I don't remember it being really good, and actually was amazing. Is that improv? Uh, no, right? mostly other things. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I guess I I was in one improv on Uzberry and uh, I I listened to it again later and it was indeed uh, made made I made my I made myself laugh so that was good, good I guess yeah I de- I I think maybe this is narcissistic but the person who knows my sense of humor the most is myself and like <laughs> it is I will make myself laugh I mean based on things that I've written or whatever for sure like like I don't I don't know. That's that's. I guess it's maybe a ridiculous thing, but it's true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So then, it's like, how do you critique yourself, and then how do you, how do you actually, are you objective enough to listen to yourself, and then know, like, okay, I, next time I should do this and do that, or, or is it more like, uh, forget that, you need someone else to give you notes. That's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. So I think. Um, in, in, as far as like improv goes, I mean, if it's, I think if it's something written, it's, it's completely different, but if it's, if it's improv, like the way that I think about improv is you can't be, you can only be like in the moment at any time you, you kind of, I kind of have like a, a way that I'm thinking about what improv is. And like, so I kind of have structures and way of thinking about it and things that I think are helpful, helpful or not. And Mm -hmm. If in the past, maybe I'm using those things or not, but I, I don't necessarily think, oh, I sh-. If, if I think, oh, I could have done this, I think I think that sort of thought more closer to the actual of doing it. By the time I'm more removed of it, you're, you're like, I'm more analyzing it like, uh, like a little more fair, like, oh, that's, that seems like an okay way to go. And cause I don't remember what I was thinking at the time, you know? And like, so I'm less, I'm less judgmental. I think of that in that way, at least. Okay. So it, it is a more constructive thing for you, which is nice. Like I, I know some people are so self-critical that they hear the one flaw in many minutes of good audio and they think, Oh, I'm terrible at this. I'll never have a good podcast, but yeah, mm. I don't know that it, usually, usually I'm like, no dude. Yeah. That no one cares about that. It was good. The whole thing was good. Yeah. This was good. That was good. And people don't see that usually about themselves. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at like a lot of people or I don't know, look at them or whatever, but I think the way a lot of people perceive like art or anything or they're a lot of that stuff is like they're way more perfectionist than I am. Like, I think just the fact that like, I mean, I think I, I'm not entirely certain that I'm ever going to make any like piece of art that's like completely perfect. So I've, I've, I'm just kind of like, fuck it. Like, it's yeah. like. I mean, people, yeah, some people are like that, though. I think they, they kind of have something envisioned in their mind or something, and they're trying to get it. You know, they try to get it like a super long time. Like, I would never be the type of person who, you know, sits in front of a piano with the exact, all those notes and whatever, and then perfects it over a super long time. Like, something really super, truly complicated. Like, I don't think I'd ever be able to do, sit down and do that. I'm the same way. And that I think that's draw, what draws me to improv. Like, let's let's see what we can do and let's learn from it and do it better next time. But let's not reproduce the exact same thing. Like I, I've never done sketch 
before, but I would like to. No. But I think that's as far as I would go. Like, I don't see myself doing stand-up or anything that, or like just traditional theater, scripted theater. I, I don't, that's not me. I've never done that. Yeah. I don't think I'll, I'll ever want to. Yeah. I've, I've never done scripted. I would take an acting class just because I've also heard that's just good improv advice. And I suppose yeah. they, they work on things in more detail. They, of course, do improv exercises in those. But I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would do that. I would tr- certainly, I think, you yeah. know, doing the script, the scripted stuff would probably be part of that. And I would try my best, but yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Cause it's like with any sketch thing I've done, it's like either I haven't had, this, I probably haven't had the thing memorized or it's really short what I had to have memorized. Um, mm. but yeah, that, that thing of like perfecting it and I was a stand, I've done, I've tried stand up and I only did it a couple of times, but it is, it's exactly like I was on stage and I'm like, I mean, I remember thinking this is funny, but at the time, and then I, you probably need more times of doing it, but, but whatever. But at, at the time I was like, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm more emotionally, certainly I'm elsewhere. You know, the first couple of times doing standup, like then whatever the joke requires for one thing, but it's, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't like, I thought this was funny. It's like, I don't think it's as funny and maybe it's not genuinely as funny as it, I thought it was, but I'm like, I don't know. So yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I didn't want to work on it. I didn't want to, say the same thing again and see if it's funny or not. It's like, that's what the, you know, the, the advice is you should do yeah. your joke like three times, even three times. They say, that's what they say. They should you do your joke three times and then decide on the response, whether it's good or not. It just sounds so like, just like trying. And just, yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not I, like, I'm also the type of person like having the, the same conversation over and over again, like while I guess I kind of have a sim, like maybe a similar response for some things. If like people ask me about certain stuff, but like, I don't have, I'm not the type of person who has like a routine of stories that I do. I think some people are like that. They like got stories down that they kind of tell in that sort of way. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I never have. I'm probably not even a very yeah. good storyteller really in a, in a sort of extemporaneous like kind of way. So yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I think it's probably a different personality type. Yep. Totally, and we need a we need lots of those people because that's where good good comedy or even just broader like good things come from. Good productivity yeah. at work, or or uh, good lessons in a university, or whatever the case might be. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I'd, I'm sure I'd have to do that at work. Totally, like I have to produce things that are good and refine them and work on them. Uh, doesn't mean that's the most enjoyable part of my job. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know that I have to be a perfectionist at my job. <laughs> well, any the only thing like I could I do like that's so super exacting is math, but that's the nature of it in my mind, and that's a completely different thing than doing a more social thing like like talking or whatever. Yeah. You know, you have choice and you have all kinds of other type of creative sort of thing. Math is creative, but that's completely yeah. different. Yeah. Let's see. Good. Uh, yeah. So if you did, you I don't know if I if if have you done tried stand up before? No, I don't. I mean, I I've, I've written a few little snippets of stand up routines, and then I look at them like ah, I don't want to perform this. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, I hard. and then I give it up for a while. I don't know. It's not. I I don't see myself doing that. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, super, I would yeah. totally try it. I would try anything, but you know, I. Yeah. I'm super impressed with with people who are able to to do that, but yeah, what was I gonna say? 
but yeah, I don't think it's that fun. Like improv is more fun because you could you get laughs right away yeah. and you discover things at the time. Which in yeah, stand up, I'm not that interested in what I don't know. And that's it too. Because stand up is also it has the whole thing of this is this is what I was going to say. This is something that I've prepared that I think is funny, which registers to mm-hmm. people completely differently when they're listening to it. Um, and which is, which is fine. I guess it offers a bunch of different challenges. And I think in the sketch writing and writing a sketch comedy thing, that's, it's the same thing. You have the same kind of issue because a sketch has mm-hmm. to be way tighter, um, than any kind of improv that you do for that reason. Right. It's like, you know, this has been edited and thought about, and we, I they're think not, this they're is not going to forget this. They're not going to forgive the stupid moments in, in sketch. No. Yeah. It has to be like the whole thing has to be on topic. Um, you can't, yeah, I mean, you, you, the topic has to be specifically narrowed. You got to be right on the thing the whole time. Cause you can kind yeah. of feel it. You feel it more. You can feel it even in, 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 in improv. I had this, uh, this like drawing of a, what is it? Like, like a graph of in an improv scene, like as the time goes on, um, like how, like how much of that you can throw in something that's totally random. Um, and even in an improv scene, I feel like it goes down as you get towards the end of it, or further into the scene. So um, you can you can you can do that. You can throw whatever random thing you want. But if as you get further and further into a scene, there's a bunch of stuff you've already come up with. And what yeah. you should be working on towards the end is reacting to stuff that already exists. So even right. in an improv scene, it's kind of like you know, you can make kind of discoveries and stuff later in the scene, but it should be motivated by something that happened earlier. It shouldn't, any, nothing should come out of the blue, like way later in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. You've got your world, you've got your, you've got your setting, you've got your game and don't try to invent a new game at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Don't invent a new game. So, you know, as I, as I look at, uh, you know, you're taking up a lot of space in the garage with all with these, your blueprints and everything. And I just, I just don't think this sort of like, I don't think basketball, I don't think that's ever going to catch on, man. That's just, it sounds ridiculous. I'm telling you, it's a great game. Those, those kids I had playing it, they they were just going crazy yeah. about it. They put the the, right. the ball in the in the basket. You know, they got those peach baskets up yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's great. They are I love it. But in I mean in their in, the, in their heads, they're comparing. They were whacking each other with sticks before that. You know, so <laughs> they have a low. <laughs> I don't I, they're they're not really good at evaluating what's good. They're they're also like, you know, they're young children and they are they are they're all tobacco addicts already cuz you know, this is this is this is the early 1900s man and well yeah, in this at- in this new in this new century, um, you know, I I predict that sports is sports are going to become so passé, they're going to fall away and uh you know, people aren't, aren't going to, aren't going to play these anymore. So we really, we're going to have a problem with sedentary lifestyles. We got to get going with, with getting these kids into sports at an early age. You know, the tobacco doesn't matter. You know, the doctors say that tobacco is good for you. So, you know, that, that's fine. I have no problem with that, but we got to get them moving. We got to get them jumping around. 
I do, I noticed I noticed you're uh, you, you, you're looking for a light there. Here you go. Um, but I guess what I'm what I'm getting what I, what I'm getting at is yeah, that's that's enriching. That sounds real enriching for those for those highly athletic lungs that you have because I mean you are. You are a very athletically focused person, of course, to be, to be creating. Right. Sport. Well, you got to stress your lungs. You stress your lungs when you're when you're playing sports, and then you stress your lungs smoking, and you come out mm. healthier in the end. Oh, oh, yeah. That sounds that sounds completely accurate as uh, as far as I can tell. But I mean, you know, someone who's who's smoking all the time. I know, as I've of course, like everyone, has been smoking all the time. My taste is what is affected a little bit. And so what I'm saying is, those children's their taste of things. And perhaps their taste and ability of evaluating basketball has been affected. Well, I don't know, man. I, I just try to get these kids moving, try to get them smoking at halftime uh, every time out. You know, I, I came up with this concept of timeouts. You know, you can actually you hmm. get a few of them in the game and then you can like stop playing for a while and have a smoke. Uh, um, that's You know, rather than just pushing it hard, 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 you got to got to push it hard and then rest for a bit. That's an that's an interesting development also, and it's interesting you're pushing this timeout concept on on children because you know the way that I've been punishing you know my little Billy is I've been putting him in timeout. That's when he's done a bad job. Ah, uh, yes. Well, bad. uh, as you know, if you give him a cigarette, he might start enjoying those timeouts. I think you're better off for the discipline to continue beating them with sticks. That was a better approach. Ah, yeah. um, but, mm-hmm. but you know, in, in sport, in sport, you got to give, give them breaks. Give them a smoke break. And, you know, mm. if you're doing that, you've got the smoke break. Um, and then you might as well eat a big meal, too, at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have, have lots of food on hand. And then they'll have the energy they need to play in the sport. There's, you know, you, you put a big, big helping of turkey with, with gravy mm-hmm. and, and lots of, you know, big um, – fatty Salisbury steak, you, you eat that yeah. right in the middle of a game and you've got the energy to sustain yourself. So really I think yeah. it's the, it's, it's like a holistic approach to, to health that we're, we're promoting here. Hmm. Now that, that Turkey sounds all American, but I don't know about that Salisbury. I don't know that that's from America. <laughs> oh, I've got an English heritage. So, you know, call it what you oh. will hamburger. The Germans call it hamburger. I don't know. Oh Yeah. Mmm, hamburger. That feels pretty American. Let, let's see. But the uh, the the game now that I was thinking about it, it is it is like the children. Like I'm disciplining little Billy. Um, you know, I'm using the stick method. I'm using the timeouts. He goes outside to play with his friends. They're whacking each other with sticks. It's like more discipline. And now you've invented this game where there's a little bit of not discipline where they're throwing this ball around, what have you, putting it into the peach basket, but then they get a little bit more discipline in there in the halftime when they're in the timeout. Well, yeah, I mean, sports will teach discipline. I mean, Hmm. we all know this, and yet so few people play sport or watch sport in this country. We've got to promote sport, I'm telling you. And if we combine it with with uh with tobacco with with eating and and there's so much capability there's so much potential here if you just think a little bit more imaginatively we've got the food we could go farther right we could go uh and uh join in and and have some kind of a um a reward system you know we could we could pay um these these eight and nine year olds for their performance in the game right we could hand out money to the to the winners um 
and uh, we can get that money from from charging admission and and you know promoting the game and and uh, uh, you know taking bets on the game. You know, I haven't told many people this, but there's a lot of people interested in betting on these little kids. I can tell you're excited about this because while you were talking, you've lit you've lit up another cigarette, and now you're smoking two at once. That's the sign of someone being real excited. Yeah, you know, you've heard of chain smoking. This is like the next step beyond. I'm always looking mm. for the next step. Yeah, I think you sense this theme here. We're, we can always take it another another step farther. We, if this is good, we can do better. And I've noticed also your game, basketball, requires taking steps and so forth. Yep, yep. Just take your steps, you know, pass it around. Um, there's There's plenty to do in this game. And uh, the more the more uh, the more food and tobacco and gambling is involved, the more popular it'll be, and the healthier everyone will be. It's really a win-win-win. Yeah, I've yeah, I've, I see as you're yeah, you're you're explaining it. You're kind of both of those cigarettes have caused you to be like dribbling out of both sides of your mouth. You kind of have a double well, dribble going on from from double, all the smoking. Dribble, dribble. We could. Yeah. We could add dribbling to basketball. Oh, well. See, I just thought well, you for are... now I just had him pass it around. You can't move with the ball, but no. dribble. What if you wow. what if you had to spit in order to move with the ball? Hmm. That's a oh, lot of I'm equations. Thinking... That's a lot of equations and stuff you're putting up on the whiteboard. <laughs> this this is a scientific game. I tell you, we gotta hmm. we gotta we gotta workshop this with these kids. I think okay. I think we'll have them in tomorrow for another few few dozen games here. I'm so glad that science is all American and will always continue to be. Well, probably until we get to the moon. And when we get to the moon, we'll just put our cigarettes out on the moon and be like, we're done. America, we did it. So, yeah, we've advanced so far in just in the last 10 minutes. Imagine where we'll be in 50 years. Yeah. I mean, you're you're literally talking about we've advanced so far in the last 10 minutes and you're gesturing at the equations you just wrote down on your whiteboard. But it's all the answers are here. Look, when inspiration strikes, you got to yeah. got to harness it and move mm -hmm. forward and don't look back. You know, you can second guess your conclusions right. earlier, but that just holds you back from further progress. Just blaze forward and uh. full speed ahead. Like some sort of blazers, the blazers would be a team that I would imagine would be blazing forward. Forward. Blazers. Team. Teams. Team names. Oh, that's another great oh. idea. Oh, well, it's really coming to full because you just when I walked out here, you had the basket, you had the children, you had the thing to put into the peach basket. Now you're coming up with all this stuff here. You think it's yeah, gonna be I, too? Too. Go ahead. Oh, I just going to say that like this is this is this is such a, a a moment of inspiration for me. I really thank you for helping me out here. Mm. You know, what did you say this place was? This this is the Y uh, Y what? What? Y M C A Well, yeah. I I, I just wanted to use your gym it, here. Yeah, it's the garage of the youth's man's Christians Association, you know, acronyms there. Those are things, but yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know, oh, I'm glad, you, I'm, glad you've limited it to, I'm glad you've limited it to Christians. You know, that's, that's genius right there. Like yeah. 
I mean, well, we, I, well, we yeah. don't need to include any of those other other religions, or for for, for God's sake, atheists can't play basketball. Right. Yeah, the the A in YMCA will never stand for atheists. That's for sure. I I as as David Yumka, the founder of the YMCA, I'm telling you that right now. That's never going to oh. happen. Well, I, I appreciate your support in here, and you know this could this could go big. We could open up YMCA's all over the country and model them after this garage. Oh, I wonder. You know, I I see that vision too, where you know there's there's a there's a Yumka YMCA all across the country. But I really think maybe if there was a, you know, at some point, I think eh, you know since you're telling me a little bit about your vision, this is what I see. There's got to oh, be some kind me, of pop. It. There's got to be some kind of pop song, you know, super popular that kind of just draws people into the YMCA. You know, they hear this song and they're like, "What is that? This sounds like a, you know, I don't know. Maybe people could be listening to it while there's a lot of lights going on and they could be wearing big shoes. I don't know. That's somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to find some uh, good young Christian men to sing it, mm. right? I I don't know. It, we, it could could be that, or maybe some people with uh, you know, a, a different kind of outlook and lifestyle might be able to really nail the kind of uh, musical uh, just tempo that would be necessary to just create yeah, a really yeah. rocking hit. Oh, I see. But, yeah, they they would they have yeah. to nail it. They would nail it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, they would they would nail it, and they would you know summon it from uh, from uh, the the ancestors of this land that we live on. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. And the uh, Maybe. if if really? they got too rowdy, you might have to get the police involved and the fire yeah. fire chiefs yeah. and so forth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Putting put putting out the, the the fire of the song before it gets too hot, slapping some handcuffs on there. That's the type of banging banging hit that I think is going to be necessary to get people yeah. into these into these garages. You've you've got the marketing genius. I'm going to come up with the sports, and I think this could go somewhere. Yeah, I think. When yeah, when people look across this land, they'll finally have because I think people have gotten complacent. You've you've said this years, you know the well, ever since that John Kellogg guy invented that machine that just shakes your fat for you with that fan belt oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, people have been just expecting machines to exercise for them. Yeah. Right, and the the machine can only do so much, right? So so we've got the real thing here. Um, it'll be celebrated, it'll be loved, and uh, yeah, uh, let's go for me. it. I came out here to just eat some peaches. I don't see them anywhere now. I would, what well, I they were, I had them all collected together. The peaches, and now they're just gone. They seem to be gone here. I don't know where they are. Oh, uh, I, we, I had, I had those taken out. Uh, they were. Peaches aren't what? healthy. Uh, we gotta what? stick to the to the fatty meats and the um, tobacco products here. I'm oh. trying to promote the health aspect of this. You know, the it's proven fact that the peaches will give you the runs every time. You don't want to oh, you don't want to get involved with that. It's not good for your body. Oh. Man, you know, I just I just added a 
double steak dinner and uh and i came out here to you know to chat with you and have a smoke of course but i really could have gone for gone for a uh, just a wonderful room not room temperature garage temperature peach that would have been delightful well you know i think i got some over here they're, they're okay if you put a bunch of sugar on them oh what these are you know what fruit needs is a lot of sugar added really and i've got some if you just pour it on there that's going to make it more healthy Whoa. and uh, it, you know cuz sugar is just energy and that's what we what's what our bodies need is energy you had that sh- you had that sugar ready to go right in your pockets well yeah it's part of the meal stuff like the, all this oh. all this meat and everything i want to provide for the players like i think i yeah. think uh i think we need to set the example and and uh eat some of this ahead of time get it ready show them how healthy we are and it'll catch on well, yeah, the, the children certainly look up to look up to us, and that's actually what I feel like is going to give me an advantage once I take up your sport because I'm so much bigger than them. I think that'll be an advantage for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at that. You know, I want this to be a sport a sport that that even even small people can play. Like, mm. how do you how do you if if you're tall, you can maybe reach the basket better. Yeah. But if you're small, maybe you can run faster. Maybe maybe you can like hack at the legs of your opponents more easily. We should, oh. you know, I'm looking at ways like there's this uh there's this other game that's a little bit a little bit more established. They're playing on the college called uh, oh. uh, Gridiron Football. Um, I was doing that, and there's a lot of a lot of contact, a lot of tackling mm. and such. That me, could be used in this game. I, I was thinking, what? no. This is, okay, this is what I'm imagining because what you're describing sounds ridiculous. Are they taking the ball and trying to stuff the ball into some feet, like the way that you stuff a ball into a basket for basketball? Like that's what football is. No, no, no. I think they carry the ball in football. See, it's right in the name. Like you, you'd think football. you would, you would kick it, but you don't carry it. You oh, carry it. You care of so, you, you. You care for the ball. And someone tackles you when you carry the football. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like you should be oh. kicking it because it's football, but instead you carry it and and someone tackles you because you shouldn't wow. be carrying it. I don't really wow. understand that sport, so I'm just trying mm. to get inspired yeah. by it. Right, 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 right. You're you're a you're a, obviously you're a sports scientist, but you got your special field and your focus you're working on here. Well, yeah, I can't master all sports. You know, this is no. not. I don't. Right. I don't have. I don't have time to get three doctorates. Well, the yeah. one will have to suffice. I mean, yeah. If you each of your doctorates, like you can't. If you ma- if you mastered all sports, you'd. Uh, I mean, that would make you an all star. And such the the concept of such a thing just could possibly not exist. Yeah, I mean. Single star. What would you call me? Would I, would I be like Doctor 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 Naismith? That that that's starting to sound silly. Yeah, I've I've already lost track of how many doctorates that would be. Yeah, I'd, we're not we're not gonna do that. Instead, let's focus on what we need to do here. Yeah, this, I got it. The thing I was focused on is that these peaches seem. I mean, they're kind of over here in the corner, like they were just dumped out without any concern, and now you've covered them with with a little bit of sugar. I'm just, I'm just wondering why they were just dumped out here over, over in the corner as if they weren't necessary and weren't needed in any way. Well, it was before I had the sugar, but once I got the sugar in here, I dumped that on there oh. and we can actually save them. So, you know, oh. sugar help has... yourself. They're, they're good. Okay. I'll, t- I'll just get down here on my, 
on my knees and kind of go at this pile of sugar that's on these kind of little damaged sort of peaches. And you're yeah, stuck. yeah, now you're talking. I'm going to join you because oh, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling oh. a bit uh, you know? low on energy myself. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, let me set these cigarettes aside. You got an ashtray? Okay. Yeah, I, I'll just set oh. them down here. Don't forget that. So don't forget that third one you have in your mouth now, because now you oh, got yeah, three. Got, of them. Okay, I one was burning my lips a little bit. Okay. Oh. So, this, you know, the the sugar here has made these peaches like pretty gritty, and so has the dirt from the basketball floor. Uh. The, the basketball floor, the garage floor. Now you got me saying it, Doc. Well, you know. I don't know. Maybe the garage isn't the best place for this. We could hmm. we could build yep, kitchens yep. attached to our garage for hmm. store the food there. Hmm. I mean, who wouldn't want a kitchen next to I do garage? Like, I do like the way you put the 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 peach basket above the garage because uh, that seems that seems like really functional because you know we had that middle spot of the garage. It was uh, above, you know. At, at top there, it wasn't really doing anything. But now you put that peach basket there, it feels kind of like it uh, kind of belongs there. I I imagine it's time where there'll be peach pa- baskets on every garage across this whole country. You know, I know only rich people have garages today, but man, I can imagine a peach basket on everyone playing basketball all day and night. Now, well, you're going to get some competition, I suppose. Some people might want to install some sort of gridiron on their. Uh, on their front lawn somehow as well. Yeah, somehow like jam the ball into their foot on a daily basis. I don't know how that works. I don't quite yeah. understand it. But... Yeah, sounds foreign to me. All I understand is Christianity and a little bit of this new sports called basketball that you got here. Yes, it's a fine sport for young Christian men. I wouldn't indre- I wouldn't indre- uh, introduce it to any women, however. Oh. Well, I don't think... Uh, I don't think the Young Men's Christian Association could yeah. be seen hey. promoting it outside. This could be an exclusive thing for for your business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's look as the creator of the the YMCA. I, like my, I mean, my focus here is on is serving men. Okay, I'm not gonna. That's why I made an acronym that makes it clear that it's for men. You know, when it comes yeah. to basketball. You know, you don't want anybody making an acronym that makes it clear that it's for women. You don't want that. You don't. Yeah, you, you want to. You might want to make it clear, and that way it'll never change. Like, whatever happens in the next, I don't know, a hundred years, you're not mm. going to suddenly admit old Buddhist women into your club, no. right? I mean, it's what? for young Christian men and no one else, right? That. That's if I did that, I'd have to change so many letters in the acronym, and you know, well, I mean, you know, those acronyms—they're—they're—they're they're above the door, you know, uh, on the regular door, not the garage door. Obviously, that's where the peach right. basket goes. But I'll, over the regular doors, it's the acronym for the YMC. I have to get up there and change them. I can't be doing that. Yeah, and if someone wants to start an O B W A. For old mm. Buddhist women to join, then they can. That's up to them. You know, we're not we're not against them. We just we're not mm. here for them. That and that, that attitude will never change, right? I mean, that's going to stay no. with us forever. Mm-mm. People oh. people will want that exclusivity, and they're not going to they're yeah. not going to want to see any others in here. Mm-mm. The OBW that sounds like 
somewhere where you would go, you know, like a doctor, like a like a lady might need to go for a doctor. That's what that sounds like to me, and I don't want to yeah, be part of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, by the way, okay. speaking of, speaking of, doc- oh, speaking of doctors, doctor, 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 I've yeah, I've been eating this. You know, the the way that this sugar, this just the loose sugar, sugar yes. yeah, it's just I'm just grinding it up with my yellowed tobacco teeth, and it's mm. just really, it just really feels real cleanly. Like it's like I feel like the sugar is really, you know, really helping out um, my jaw movement, and my teeth, the way that I'm grinding it up like this. <laughs> Yeah, you know, people think, oh, it's too sweet, it's too sweet. But if you just get used to chewing the sugar granules, oh, it's a whole new experience. It's, yeah. it's, I think it's the the way yeah. of the future for as far as diets go. I mean, this is, I'm really, I'm not even really doing a chewing. I'm doing a complete grinding where my teeth are just, they're just like going at it, grinding each other down. And I, I feel like there's even less teeth here than before, which is makes it oh, nice. Oh, if, if that's what's happening, you just need more, that means you've dissolved the sugar and you just need to add more hmm. sugar. Oh, yeah. That, uh, you know, I, uh, that's what I love about science. Everything makes a whole lot of sense when you just kind of yeah, analyze it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you, that. we're using the scientific me- method here. It's mm-hmm. trial and error. You know, when something seems to be false, you, you change, you adapt, and, and you discover what the truth is. What? I mean, we would have never gotten we would have never gotten to the high fat, high sugar, high tobacco diet if we just given up at the first sign of trouble. Yeah, that's right. We'd be we'd be cavemen and who knows what we'd be eating. Certainly not peaches and steak. That doesn't sound like a caveman diet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, um all right. Well I think uh let's uh see if we can get those kids in here tomorrow. Um what time do you open tomorrow? Well, I'm definitely going to be open, you know, I expect people to show up right on time, you know, so uh, definitely we're going to open up uh, right when the sun rises, just as the Lord would want us to. All right. Well, I'll make sure I got I got my guy down at the butcher and um, at the confectionaries. We'll get we'll get all that food in here. And um, do you have any connections in the tobacco industry we could get the discount on? You know, because, you know, when, when tobacco, when uh, cigarettes are like, you know, 10 cents a pack, that, that's just going to break the bank a little too much. You know, oh, like, yeah. can you get any deals there? Yeah. I mean, little, ch- little children, they can't be affording 10 cents. No. I mean, that's, you, c- you can use 10 cents and you could, you could purchase a child to be working for you for an entire week. Oh so, yeah, and don't don't worry. I intend to. So yes, let's. Oh. Uh, if you can oh. call up your contacts on the tobacco, uh, uh, tobacconist to here, we can get maybe get a discount and buy well, in bulk and save some money. Listen, I've got something I need to show you. You see, out here, out back behind the garage, and you can look out the window. Those beautiful, what I'm certainly assuming you're assuming are Nebraska corn field just growing in the that's not what that is that's beautiful uh, 100% delicious and enriched tobacco growing right out back there you've got your own supply yeah this is great we can take advantage of the timeouts and halftime and so forth to to put these kids to work Mm. rolling tobacco leaves we'll make our own cigarettes yeah you don't want to have that yeah you definitely don't want to waste all that time out that's like you know (laughs) Well, like going to sleep each night and, and, uh, and you know, not having a, <laughs> a cigarette in your yeah. mouth as you're sleeping. That's quality cigarette smoking time when you're asleep. That's how I see it. Yeah. And they'll be, they'll be so happy from all that we're giving them here that they'll, they'll work for free. Yeah. 
used to be able to We won't even need to shell out the, the five cents an hour. Oh, oh yeah. Ah, I can see you're, yeah, in order to, to be a, you know, creating a sport, you got to be a sensible businessman. And I see you've negotiated down with yourself down to five cents. That was a good move. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta, uh, take a little bit everywhere you can. And in the end, it all adds up to, uh, to success. So, um, you know, that's what they so, taught me at, uh, at the sports, uh, and business school of, of uh, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right next door to Nebraska out there in Illinois. I, I see you've, you've, you've plucked a, a leaf off of the, the, the plant out there. You reached out the window and you grabbed a leaf and you're, 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 you're Stuffing another yeah, grinded you know up leaf into it, yeah, yeah. And you can take these and you just you just put them up mm. in between your uh, your lip and your gums and hey. you just leave them there. And then you can kind of chew them and suck on them. And hey. you do that while you're smoking, and uh, yeah. you get double the impact. You know, you know, doctor, 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 doctor. What's really helpful here is that I seem to have less teeth in here now, and I. I that that leaves more room for me to put more tobacco into my mouth. Oh, did you did you lose one in 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 uh, the the whole uh, sugar uh, sugar peach hmm. consumption you, you know process? What? You know what, doctor, doctor, doctor? I don't think it was um, losing a whole tooth. I think it was more like I lost um, like fifteen percent of of all of my teeth. Oh, That's okay. What it so feels you're like. fine. You know, you can you can oh. continue to have functioning mouth with only. Oh only 5% of each tooth present. Oh, so, you know, Oh, good. So uh, they won't regenerate. I, I'll just, yeah, it's I'll actually just advantage. That. You get more room for food uh, and, you know, yeah. Mm, for tobacco uh, leaves or, or cigarettes themselves, you could stick, uh, stick the tobacco in there between the teeth. If they get wide enough, mm -hmm. no, the, the cigarette can fit right in there. You can actually, if you do that on all your teeth, you can actually get, you know, uh, 15 cigarettes on the bottom and 15 on the Whoa. top. You've got uh, all 32 teeth, you know, they'll go in between each one. That would that would beat your record. So because I mean during this conversation, the most cigarettes I've seen you smoking at any one time has been five. So yeah, you know, that's... once I got up to seven, but then they started falling oh. out because I just I don't have that that enough tooth decay yet. Ah, that's oh yeah oh you could feel that with the you're, you're just balancing all those cigarettes. You could feel like there's just just too much the teeth of just getting in the way. Yeah yeah that's right like and a, uh i thought about having them extracted but see like like i said you need that that five percent of that tooth left to uh, to function so the, the extraction mm -hmm. doesn't work it defeats the purpose yeah yeah so. i i get that yeah it's 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 good that you've 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 studied all of these things doctor yeah you got you got your focus which is basketball of course it's sport making but you know you've <laughs> you've dabbled in teeth disintegrating but yes. oh, but not other sports. Science, my friend. Sound science uh, is the key to mm. these discoveries. You will. You know what? I, I'm glad. I'm glad you're bringing some of this science my way because I definitely think, as far as a Christian organization goes, we're going to be heavily getting into science as it develops in this fair country of ours. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a good idea, and you know, science never contradicts the Bible ever. So, what? Uh, the the oh, more. The more you can uh, learn about science and uh, figure out what it says in the Bible about it, you're, you'll be better off. That's even better. Yeah. 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 I feel, yes. I feel like all of the young men who are going to be coming to my organization can get behind that while they're reading their Bibles for the required 15 hours I have them doing each day. And that's without a break halfway through for uh, cigarettes. That's, that's, 
that's a great business plan. I think that's going to work out really well. Um, but you know what? There's one problem I have. We, we talked already about young men's Christian. But the last letter, I'm not sure, is a good one. Association? Like you want this to right. be hmm. something they join out of their free choice and they can come and, come and go as they please? Wow. I don't know if that's the way to go. Hmm. Like people will, will love the, the tobacco, basketball, sugar games at the beginning, but they – that might not keep them in. They might just decide to fall away or, you know, take up other interests. What if it's, it's, Oh, is that the acronym you were thinking of, by the way, tobacco, basketball, sugar games. You're going to call this the TBSG. Oh yeah. The, uh, tobacco, uh, basketball, tobacco, sugar, basketball association. Yes. Oh, wow. You're going, you're going national immediately on it. But it's, it's, that is, there's that word again, association. I don't think it's mm. quite right. What if we did like mm. administration or oh. maybe like a, a denomination or something? What, what could we get to like – we need to really get these kids in here to stay for life and to think that there's no other way than the YMCA. The administration a word – makes me feel like it's um you know like being medicine that's ad- being administered to them you know just being just right not sugar-coated at all like these delicious peaches like like just the medicine is just on the right. spoon being driven right into their into their mouths past their yeah, it has that air of authority peach. yeah that that's going to keep them in here and, and it's good for them they'll if they know what's good for them they'll stay and they'll want to stay yeah. Yeah, that's that's what that's I think how a lot of people fear, feel especially here in the nine, in the in the in the early 1900s that uh that authority re- it's just really a good thing. There's never been really a large uh manifestation of of uh heavy-handed authority steering western civilization into the wrong direction. That hasn't I don't see that ever happening. Well, I mean it- that's that's just the problem, right? We haven't we've had too much freedom. We need some mm. strong administrations, uh, these yeah. institutions in our life to to yeah. control us to make sure we're going down the right path. Yeah. You are I mean, furious. Some some, yeah. some kid might get the idea that they should be eating vegetables, right. and they might even quit smoking. You know, so like no. how they're never going to play bat. There's never going to play tur- uh, turkey sugar basketball if. If they quit smoking and try to like start, I don't know, no. having a balanced diet. That's all of that's ridiculous. For first of all, tobacco is a plant, so clearly it is a vegetable. It's and natural. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Look at it. Look at it growing out there, waving in the Beautiful. wind. Just it's like waving, like it's kind of drawing you in. Say, hey, come over here and smoke me, and not just smoke me, but smoke fourteen of my brothers simultaneously as well. It's so inviting. Mm. You've got hey. me. You've got me wanting to sign up for a lifetime mm. membership. Yeah, and I can see you've, you've, uh, you've, you've, yeah, you've, you've got all your smoking. You got cigarettes. You're up to you're up to seven now again. I, I see you back yeah, to your record. This is the most I've ever done. I see if I can keep them in here. You're you're pretty. You're what I'm seeing here is you're you. In my eyes, you're you're an all star of smoking cigarettes right now. Mm. Mm. We can teach we can teach this skill as well. Oh really? Is does, I, the, the, oh, mm-hmm. does the YMCA offer classes? Maybe we we start offering classes. Hmm. 
Well, pretty much uh, so far, if you want to call them classes, it is the aforementioned 15 hours of reading the Bible without any breaks that I, ad mm. uh, that I, that I have been associating to the students, but I'm going to consider administer, administering those 15 hours based on your suggestion from now on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we could we could harness that time to, uh, you know, inculcate these values even further. Mm. Inculcate, in like a like a like a like an like the uh, like an inoculation that we've been using against the dreaded polio. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm no, only an expert on uh, sports and, and diet, but um, others may be able to tell us like what uh, what would be a great way to get more knowledge into these kids' heads, more uh, reinforcement of these yeah. values. How do we know that they won't right. depart from the the high fat, high sugar approach? How do we know that that they'll yeah. continue playing basketball and not football? You know, right. That's, I, I get that a lot because it's, it's very hard to educate these children because, you know, that the 15 hours a day of Bible study that I'm associating, I mean, administering to them each day is, you know, there's still just a bunch of dum-dums and they are, oh boy, they're still fornicating and whatnot, not serving the Lord. And that's frustrating. Well, yeah, I, I can see that, that we've got to find a better way without reducing that 15 hour requirement. Um hmm. There, there, there'll be, there'll be some science on that too. Clearly, um, you know, they're, they've advanced far, far in the science of phrenology. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's, it's where we mm. look at the, the different parts of the brain and what they do. And, and uh, sometimes we can just cut out little parts of the brain. They're doing this. I don't know if you've heard of this. They cut out little parts of the brain. It makes the rest of the brain stronger. It's like the bad wow. parts oh. of the brain. Ah, just the way that you grind down off the bad parts of your teeth with sugar. There you go. That's the same idea. See, right? So science is everywhere. So if we can figure these things out um, and have the right kind of surgeries in place here at the YMCA, I think yeah. that's going to make everything go better. Yeah, that that sounds great. I didn't. You know what I didn't know is that the the brain has parts. I just thought it was an undifferentiated mass, like a wad of chewing gum. Oh yeah, you you've got they've got these maps of the whole brain. Like, this is the part that um, is good at math, and this is the part that makes you a good Christian, and this is the part you ah. know it, it's in the back uh, near the near the base. It's kind of a larger area, mm. and uh, you know if you have if if someone is is rebelling against the ways of the Lord, oh. that part will. Well, there's probably a flaw in there that you can't even see because oh. you see the brain is covered by the mm. skull and the skin and so forth. But oh. a, a, a slight surgery can improve improve that uh, immediately. Oh wow! I bet I bet that my wadded up chewing gum part of my brain, that is the Christian part, is the most most uh, most healthy and and vigorous that has ever been. No doubt, I can see that from here. Well. Hmm. They, I, so, oh, you can? I thought you said it was, it was oh my God, is well, my I brain mean, coming no, out of my head? You said it should be covered by my skin and my skull. If it's big enough, you can see it bulging oh. out, and I, I, oh I sense that yours is. Oh, oh my God. It's, it's bulging out, and it's probably been leaking out everywhere, and it's probably been unsightly. I don't know that a, a, a good Christian person should have, you know, I, I should be take, being, being proper and hiding those parts of my body that shouldn't be seen by other people. It's all right. It's right here. Put some sugar on it. 
Oh, oh, okay. Put some sugar on it. I also like this, this this little headband you have for catching sweat. That seems pretty like a pretty good move. I'm gonna put this on too. <laughs> yes. Oh. I might oh, thank you. that with sugar too. I'm not sure yet. Hmm. Oh, sugar coated headband. That sounds <laughs> you know, I heard they were creating these sugar coated sweets called warheads. I don't know that that has to have anything to do with your head whatsoever. Well, at least it's learning a little bit about war. You know, there's this mm. whole thing in Europe going on right now. I, I don't know if if we're going to have to get involved, but mm. we got to prepare our kids for war at the same time. Mm. That sounds strange. You know, I hope some we, we, there's only one way to, to kind of figure that out, and that's with a really strong sense of authority. You know, that's yeah, that's yeah. what'll take care of that. An, Not an the, administrator. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah, a leader. Yeah an, yeah, an administrator, some sort of leader. That's that's what I see to, uh, as as fixing fixing that sort of situation over there in Europe. A strong leader will fix it, and uh, warheads or whatever, they're not going to fix war. Like they're not going to end a war. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. If they get a strong leader, uh, you know, maybe if they were just reinforcing those Christian values and, and, be, and making mm-hmm. the people strong, uh, mm-hmm. that would help of, yeah. help, uh, help things out, yeah. Yes, making sure that they have people with the strongest, strongest, most white teeth. That's what you need in a country nowadays. Well, these are, these are some great advances that we're, we're, we're uh, spreading here. I'm, I'm going to uh, mm-hmm. go home and sleep on it. Um, Alrighty. but I'm ready for more administration in the morning. Hmm. I like, I like, uh, you, you do that. And I, 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 I did take your recommendation and I'm using that deflated basketball as a pillow when I go to sleep, but I'm really, I'm really enjoying that. All right. And, uh, and don't forget to, uh, have a double cigarette right before bed. Ah, yes. I think you already suggested that. So you're doing that already. Yes. Doctors, 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 orders. Thank you so much. Scene. Yes. <laughs> I was getting the hint there. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Great. Uh, yeah, that was super fun. It's a little bit of escalation, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, I, uh, yeah, that's interesting. We're just exploring the idea. <laughs> it was great. Hanging out in the garage with, we're, yeah, all over the place. That was cool. Uh, let's see. Nice. So did you have, did you have any art or anything you wanted to talk about or push out there? Um, not really. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, I guess, um, I did do uh, a serious podcast a while back that I thought turned out okay, and like you said, it was not a um, it was not an effort of um, it was not an effort of of like huge preparation and refinement. But we explored some ideas. It was all about uh, objectivism, the philosophy of Ayn Rand. Oh and, wow. Uh, it's kind of from a skept- slightly skeptical point of view, trying to explore both sides. So it's called Objections to Objectivism. So if you look up that podcast and any, if you or anyone happens to listen to this and wants to check that out, uh, I'm not, uh, wasn't a big deal. Uh, and I just did a short run on it. Uh, yeah. So into uh, 
I'm into f um, some deeper thinking things, trying to explore ah. philosophies and so forth. So yeah. that was one little how, thing I did. How did you get into the, the Ayn Rand stuff? Well, it seems like it, it comes up over and over again in, in conversations. And I have some friends hmm. that maybe lean that way a little bit, or maybe they're a little more libertarian and I'm a little more libertarian, but at the same time, like I see a bunch of flaws with it. And I only heard like, people that supported Ayn Rand were, would just defend her to the hilt and it didn't matter if there was any problems. And then I heard people that would just say like, she's ridiculous. Why would you ever listen to that? You're a, you're a immature idiot if you pay mm -hmm. attention to Ayn Rand. And I thought both those viewpoints were just totally missing out on, on something that could be good and something that could be flawed and got to think through it a little deeper than that. Yeah, that makes sense. It's got to be something that's, certainly popular uh as a as a popular philosopher ayn rind so there's got to right. be something in there right yeah hmm. it's all love hate like there's so many people that hate her and think she's ridiculous and i i'm surprised that there's so little moderate opinion on her yeah i uh yeah i, have, I haven't read anything i mean, I, have, yeah, I, have, I should listen so i only have a uh very little idea well of, of what she's all about yeah and cool. i found it i found it to be interesting to explore but at the same time very quickly after i got into it i realized like there's so much that i would really need to study harder here and yeah and uh you know i don't i shouldn't just keep making episodes out of ignorance but uh -huh. i don't know the first few episodes worked out okay so well i know i mean definitely i mean her books are really long that's what i know they're they're certainly you're not not a yeah, she only has a few. She she doesn't have like dozens of. She only wrote like three novels, and yeah. So Fountainhead and uh, Atlas Shrugged and Anthem are the only three that I know. Yeah, those are I've her been, three yeah. novels, and, and or uh, We the Living. An uh, Anthem is a novelette that's actually a very short one, yeah. and then We the Living is the other novel she wrote. It's not that long either. Hmm. That's that's interesting. Uh. Cool. And I always want to make sure people read my zine. That's on the Discord channel if you want to look at that. And you can listen to other Steve Spotlights. And coming up on the Steve Spotlight uh, next week, we have uh, my girlfriend's going to come by. That's going to be interesting. She doesn't do that much improv, so it's going to be interesting what we do next week. Um, oh, and I always want to ask um, uh, people about other people on uh, on Oozbear as well. So. Okay. Yeah, what um I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on anybody is anybody you think is really good or um whatever does improv well or someone who's struck you as did something cool? Yeah, um I would say uh I've been on on Discord with several people, especially when I was just starting out and just kind of getting a lot of practice. Um, and so what one guy that helped me practice a lot and was really good at, uh, you know, introducing a few concepts and, and also just exploring things with me, uh, he goes by the name of Tufu. I don't know if he's ever been in these, uh, no, I don't know who that uh, is. Bear sessions, but shout out to Tufu. I always say Tofu, but there's two O's, so it's Tufu. And, uh, he's been very, uh, very good improv player on Discord. All right. Very cool. Hey, Tofu, come on by to Oozbear and we'll, we'll hang out sometime, get some improv. 
Uh, I'll paste it into uh, Discord that I mentioned him, so maybe he'll check it out. Cool. All right, then the last thing I have for you is before uh, you sign off, I call this the storm off sign off. And you, what you do is you tell me off uh, right as you're leaving um, and you just kind of storm out of here. But before you do that, before you do that, I really want to thank you for, for coming on to, uh, to, and, and improvising with me tonight. I, I really enjoyed it. I think, I think we, we got a little bit like kind of intellectual, interestingly enough, um, t tonight and stuff, and we're kind of really analyzing sort of all the elements of this scene a lot, which I thought was really fun, and I just really enjoyed your presence and that you, um, and and and, in the, and also in the beginning during the conversation, you you had just such a, uh, you just um, you know really kept it going by having a lot of conversations and or a lot of the questions and stuff and and saying some really thoughtful things, and I really appreciate that. So um, yeah, and I had a really great time tonight. Well, uh, I'm. Uh, thank you for saying it, but you know, your, your contribution to this conversation has been really pathetic. I didn't appreciate hardly anything you had to say. Um, you just went on and on without shutting up. And you know, that's so like you that most of the time in these, these improv sessions, like you jump in with something that nobody cares about, doesn't follow what's been said before. You, you bring up things like you, you talk about, uh, pee and crap too often and use vulgar language all the time and it just you go blue too quickly and rely on on the shock value for last i i'm so fed up with it i'm ready to to throw you into the crapper or as you would say the shitter with your potty mouth anyway uh thank you very little i i hope i never talk to you again bah.